Welcome back to the latest episode of the CGA Tour Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander. And on this episode of the podcast, I am joined by Tyler from St. Louis, Missouri, rejoining the podcast here. Times two. Co-worker. Times and, two. And uh, Tyler's co-worker or ex-co-worker, I guess you should say, um, Fiam, who's from North Carolina. Nice Fiam. to meet everybody. How you doing? Very well. Very yeah. well today. Very yeah. good to be back. Yeah, good to have you guys back. Good yeah. to get good to get back in the studio. You know, a little bit here or my desk setup, whatever I want to call it. <laughs> you know, it's not too bad. No, it's uh, but, uh, definitely definitely good to be back. Last one was what Nana? Yeah, last one was them when I had the uh, the Lou Dort hot take yes, of the year. That was a scorcher. Um, that was a scorcher. Better than Ben Simmons, he said. We actually. Uh, I, I would trade. I said I would trade straight up for him. Interesting. Uh, interesting take. Ice cold. Yeah, I ice. Would. I mean, cold take, but. Yeah, I think it's gotten it's gotten maybe one percent better, but it's still gotten better. It's I, still a bad take. I guess the only reason it's gotten better is Door plays and, and Simmons does. Yeah, it, we can redive into there at some point if you guys want to. Well, I mean, there's no Ben Simmons trade package. He's not seeing the court, and the Sixers are still doing fine. So I don't know why. I mean, Sixers trade him. I mean, I, I, no. are they doing fine? You They're know. doing okay. They're twenty and sixteen. They're like, I mean, they're a six seed. They're a game or half game back of the Cavs, but I mean, we're 35 games into the season right now. Like it's, you know, I mean, does there, does them being middle of the pack up Simmons trade value though, yeah. considering they we're, were diving right into the six or Simmons. Come on, six or Simmons. We're in I it. mean, it's, you know, it's what everyone wanted to hear when we started out with, cause they wanted to hear how I summed up my Lou Dort hot takes since I haven't really done an NBA podcast since. So, okay. I mean, I mean, the Sixers are five and a half games back of the number one seed Bulls, which just to be honest, like they're only three and a half games back of the Nets who are the real contenders here, right? Yeah. Like like the Bulls, like the Bulls when it gets down to the playoffs, like we're, we're not thinking they're still going to be number one overall seed, right? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm full in on the Bulls. Full in. I mean, I think the Bulls and the Nets are the two best team in the in the Eastern Conference. Well, to lay out the podcast a little bit, so we're going to talk about, you know, most surprising team good, most surprising team bad, you know, East and West uh, conferences just together. And then we're going to talk about MVP pick, rookie of the year pick, and then playoff, I mean, you know, finals kind of picks here sure. as well too. But with that being said, I I like the Bulls. I just, uh, I like Alice Caruso a lot more than I thought I would. That, I, that's the early, early take I have here. I mean, I think you're right in the sense that the Nets are probably the favorite for good reason, but... If we're talking second, third best team, I, I think the Bulls are 100% right there and wouldn't be shocked if they took Nets to six. What's second or or third? Who are you, who are you putting in, in what order? Because the Bucks exist. The Bucks exist, yeah. but I'm I'm a little less high on the Bucks this year than I was um, last year. I don't think that they repeat. Um, so I'm, I'll go Nets one, Bulls two. Okay. All right. And then Bucks three? I'll, put, I'll keep the Bucks three, but I think a healthy Heat team. I'll take them over the Bucks. Okay, very interesting uh, perspective there for uh, the Bucks team that has proven themselves for the Bulls, who I do like. I don't love their youth. I don't. I love Kobe White, Carolina guy myself. There you go. You know, there you go. Very excited for him. Excited for Vooch to have some playoff success. Zach Levine playoff success, and the only true and tested is Demar. But frankly, I don't know if that's going to go the long run. I, I like the regular season. I love it. I even love. If this was a 
you know, asterisks, you know, maybe COVID bubble season or something like that. But I think in the real world with uh, Giannis coming off a chip, they're they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. So, I mean, I, I, I get it, but I, I just don't think, I don't know. I don't know why in seven, I'm a little less down on the Bulls or, or on the Bucks over a Nets or a Bulls team. I just don't, I don't see him coming out of the East again. If Kyrie and James Harden can stay healthy, they're not coming out of the East. No, like the Nets like are because Kyrie also like his whole weird thing. I'm just gonna say like by the time the finals happen, just in my head, like if I'm picking the Nets to make the finals, then it's gonna be with Kyrie being able to play. Like by the time we hit June, you know Kyrie's gonna be able to play at home in Brooklyn. I'm just gonna guess that's a thing. Who knows? So right. Kevin and and uh, James are not enough. No, in your opinion. Well, KD was almost enough by himself to beat the Bucks. So my my opinion is like if they can have one or both of those guys still healthy at the end of the year, then that's plenty. That's that's plenty to beat the Bucks in seven. My hot take would actually be, and this is a little a little wild. Yeah. No Kyrie, no problem. I mean, I, I, I mean, mean, and they'll be fine. It, it almost at the end was, of the day, it, it comes down to James that. and Kevin, yeah. and if it, they have a great series, they they go, you know. 40 points, 30 points and alternate doing that, which they could easily do. And they kind of have to do. My yeah. only thing Anyone is the, the bulls got better. The heat got better. The bucks didn't add anybody. You, you even just said it yourself. Kevin Durant was almost enough by himself and the bucks stayed pat, you know? So I think if we, you know, I'd like to see the bucks make a move. I, I get it that the big three they have is it's, it's enough. It's a really good big three, but Man, the biggest question of the offseason was, are the Bulls going to fit with DeRozan and Levine? And I think wildly it, it does. So, yeah, you know, Lonzo, too. Lonzo, Lonzo I mean, the, about. again, Caruso, Kobe White, the guy from Illinois. I mean, I they love got a good, I they love got a the good roster. I love the youth. I they have a really good experience. team. They have a team that's both for the regular season, though. I, I mean, the Bulls are the Bulls are what, what's weird to me is they're Popovich Spurs esque. And the fact that they don't have like that one guy. That I go, oh, okay, I'm worried about him or whatever. Last couple of days, you got DeMar. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it, but it ebbs and flows. Or it ebbs, no, no, but like, I'm worried about both, but they don't have that one dude. They don't have like, they they play really well within their system, within their offense, within their rotation, within their defense, right? They play really well as a team. They've been able to survive a bunch of the COVID deals, to be honest, right? Like the Bulls have won eight in a row while every other team in the NBA including them for stretches has been out due to COVID right issues. Yeah. And I think that they've managed to stay semi, you know, healthy yeah. enough. Them and the Suns, I think have been probably been the two healthiest teams. I know the Suns are going through it a little bit right now, but I mean, if we're talking my biggest surprise NBA team, it's, it's, it's the bulls. I, I mean, I think we all knew on paper could be really good team. I didn't think that yeah. we would see a team that would go, you know, see that. Peel off eight wins in a row, and who who would have thought? You know, beginning of January, Bulls are number one in the in the Eastern Conference. I got to go with them. I don't know who's your who's your biggest surprise. Fee? Biggest surprise, positive. Yeah, yeah, positive. Yeah, yeah. I I'd probably have to stick with the Bulls too. I I didn't think they'd be at the top of the East, and from looking at the standings, you know, I have some negative surprises that I did not think would be, you know, doing as poorly as they are. But no, I don't think anyone could have called this with the Bulls. Um, you know, we, we wondered if they'd be good, but everyone else that's up there, even what the Nets, the Bucks, the Heat, I mean, the Cavs could be a part of that, right? They have a lot of, yeah, I guess, great you know what, players. that's a huge, um, but other than that, you know, I, I probably have to stick with, um, you know, the, the Bulls. I, I personally think that they're, you know, their offense, 
work better than they thought. I don't think that that was, you could really plan this to go as well as it has with as many guards as you have um, out there on the court, splitting time, sharing the ball, passing and moving. And then you got your go-to guy tomorrow. Right. So, which is good to know. To yeah. Go into and the playoffs, I mean, I, you know, end of the game, you can all feel confident your teammates, especially like, Hey, I'm no one, I'm not making the wrong call. DeMar DeRozan's getting the ball. And I think you can pretty much book it that you're going to get 25 a night okay. from DeRozan and, and Levine. Booker? Well, we can talk about the Suns, but I think you can pretty much put down you're getting 25 a night from Levine and DeRozan for sure. I don't know if a lot of teams have that luxury where you're like, oh, those two. Like, you know, I think there's some teams that you're like, yeah, I got a, we got a guy for sure. He'll get us 30. But I mean, you got to have a closer, which I like. You know, I think the Bulls, you, you, you look at them, they're going to be like, all right, we're getting 25 and we're probably getting an 18 to 23 from Vooch. I mean, they're they're deep. Who's your they surpri- are. Who's my, your surprise? my surprise is the Cavs. I mean, I, like I mean, I just thought they'd be back in the lottery. I didn't think that. Now, the Bulls did not make the playoffs last year. I mean, they weren't even right. the 10th seed. Right. Right. So, like, that definitely is a big surprise. But if I'm trying to be a little bit different slash go for the who's currently in the playoffs right now, who I didn't think would be anywhere close. I mean, you could have told me the Cavs would be down there with the Magic and Pistons. You right. know, single, single, have, single game yeah. wins. And I wouldn't have blinked an eye and been like, yeah, they need a little bit more time, whatever. I mean, Darius Garland. Yeah, I mean th- that team and to be doing is it weird. Without Sexton too, I mean. Yeah. So yeah. that team is we- Evan Mobley is way better than I thought he would be in year one. Or I mean, well, no yeah, one thought he, he, he would might work. Be the, well, we'll get to that a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to rookie year stuff. But, I mean, I, bit, I didn't but. think he would work well with with Jared out, but they're they're good. I mean, they everyone made fun of them for going as big as they did. Oh, they got Taco, Jared Allen, Laurie Marketing, but. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. I mean, he's a bounce back. About the main guy, K Love. K Love. I mean, he may K-Love have some trade coming off the bench. Yeah. I mean, its contract is still just absolutely horrible. It's we'll bad. It. The Hornets will take it, but there's a worse yeah. contract on Teams the will. Lakers for sure. But you know, I think. Well, I mean, so is there on the Rockets. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you we're want to talking, rank worst three bad contracts, John yeah. Wall. I mean, he's just rotting away. Top five bad contracts in the NBA. Weirdly enough, you've got Russ, John Wall, and then I mean, I think the I think the next is Kevin Love. You really think in the league right now? I think you got to be somebody out there's, there. There's, with, uh, Tobias Harris. We'll start. Tobias there. Harris is rough, but tradable. Yeah, but, I mean, at least he's has some I sort of his contract makes him less tradable. How old is he? Twenty nine, almost thirty. Yeah, but Kevin Love, it's it's over. You're trading for skeleton, uh, but he's a, skele- of a, but a skeleton that will still get you fifteen and fifteen. Yeah, until he till he pulls his back and it's over. I don't. I mean, Kevin know. Love is in the perfect situation for him to play as good as he can. Yeah, like right now, for sure. I mean, John but if it hadn't been that way, John Wall doing nothing. At least Tobias is out there playing basketball. That's all. I'm I, I get it, but I'm just saying if we're talking top five, kind, I think top, you got top five. I think Tobias. I think you got there. Yeah, talk Tobias yeah. Harris. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's up there. For most sure. overpaid could be a little different than. There's a lot of players out there that got four year, eighty million dollar deals that don't. Deserve I mean, I think Jimmy there's a Butler is signed till he's forty. I mean, he's signed through 2027. Oh, wow. Yeah, he opted in. Yeah. And that into the max where he's going to get paid Correct. $50 million a year in his last year. Correct. Playing. So that that contract is You like, know what I mean? Yeah, that stuff oh, you know, overpaid, overrated, different, but that's a that's a hefty hefty amount of and money I, that you're going to owe an older player. Yeah, I mean, that's why some of these contracts you're just you're not going to know. I mean, Ross, you know that he should not be making $40 million right now. Yeah, but um you know, when you signed it, it's Russell Westbrook. Right. And he still is Russell Westbrook. I mean, we just went to a game the other night. He, he, he almost had a triple-double. He may have had a triple-double. He played well. But, again, the Lakers barely beat a Timberwolves team without Cat and D'Lo. So, like, what are we doing? 
Well, let me ask you. Let me ask the Lakers question because you are the LeBron fan of everyone I know that I talk with NBA stuff. Even for five seconds, you are the LeBron fan, of course. So, currently, like, what's the best Lakers lineup? Best, best to win a game, start to finish. You know, final five minutes, whatever you want to say on it, right? What's the best Lakers? Well, lineup? I mean, I think I think it's tough just because we haven't seen a healthy Lakers roster. Are we talking health? I mean, is AD in this equation? Uh, probably in your opinion. I, I'm, saying, best, I'm saying, in your, your opinion, yeah. the, the Lakers can only have the guys on their team to make this lineup. But I mean, what's their best five players out there together? I, I mean, you want them closing the game. It's game seven. We're it's playing gotta be, the it's, Sixers. It's got to be uh, or Hornets. Probably or Hornets. Russ, Malik Monk. Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. That's that. I think that's who you're close right now. Right now, I know. Now again, there's going to be nights where Trevor Reza has a really good game. Tht has a good game. Wayne Ellington hit some threes. But I think there's obviously not a hot take. Your big three in there are in there. You know, you're not paying Ross for about million. Dwight. No, they don't yeah, have I'm a center kidding. anymore. That's the thing about it. And it's working. I mean, we, again, we went to the game the other night. Nas Reed was absolutely eating glass. The Lakers couldn't get a rebound. It, rebound. it was frustrating, but it's like Frank Vogel has committed to going small and playing LeBron at five or Mello at five. And it's, is it working? I, I, you know, I don't know, but he's stuck to it. Well, the reason why I ask that is because what I'm thinking about the worst contracts in the NBA as a rust defender you know, I mean, a guy with a jer- rust jersey in the closet, right? Like, you know, I mean, I would be wearing it, but I got to rough the Pistons because they won last night against the Bucks. Big it's game just, for the Suns. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know what the best rust team is if it's not this team, to be honest. Like, the best team for him to play for and win a championship. And I'm annoyed with how this season's gone for Russ as a Russ fan. You mean the best Russ team in this, out of this season, or the best team Russ has played on? Best best team Russ could play on right now year. and still be this year this and, year. and yeah. play like he's capable of playing. Right, right. Because I don't because because you're talking about a guy who you don't really want the ball in his hand in the last five minutes of the game. Just to be honest, you want LeBron over right. him every like the guys on his team. What does he do better than the other guys on his team? Pass. What does he have? Pass, I mean, and, pass and, and rebound. Athletic. Right. Can't shoot. I mean, at all. It's it's weird. Arguably can do a layup. Arguably, I'll be honest. That you know the game that we talked about, he he lost the ball like he it was his job. Yes, he got rid of the ball. Turnover machine. Oh, out of control. I mean, losing the ball on the gather, throwing it out of bounds, passing it to the wrong. I mean, all kinds. And that is the thing about Russell Westbrook, and I think that's the hate on him is is like he's not necessarily a winning. Like you put him on the Orlando Magic he's probably putting up ridiculous numbers, you know, just because he's going to be, you know, he's going to be the guy. But I don't know if he works with other guys. I don't, you know what I'm, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I think he, again, he has to be the guy with the ball in his hands. I mean, he's not effective. he willed the Wizards all the way into the playoffs last year, right? Yes. But it's not saying a lot. Right. You know, like that Wizards team isn't great. So when someone, like if someone wants to bash on the Westbrook MVP year, it's like, all right, no one else was on that team. I mean, what like, you, like Sabonis was on that team as a rookie. Jeremy Grant was on that team as, I mean, before he went to the Nuggets, right? So that's early Jeremy Grant. Then you have two other guys who I think are out of the league right now. I mean, you have Andre Roberson playing a lot of minutes. Is yeah, whatever, he? Whoever Roberson He's out of the league. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's out of the league. You have him playing a ton of minutes. And then you have Oladipo's on that team. Yeah, Oladipo's on that team. Steven Adams. Steven Adams is on that team. I mean... So, but like that team, 
Russ Wilde all the way to like fifth or sixth seed in the playoffs. Right. Right. So that's incredible. But I don't know if he's able to will a what would be without him third or fourth team into a first or second overall team. Right. And the things that I would look for if I'm a Lakers fan of like, okay, we signed Russ is all right. Now LeBron can sit out some minutes. That's right. Now, now Dwight can sit out some minutes. Now Carmelo can sit out some minutes. Now the older guys on the team, Anthony Davis, when he gets banged up every five seconds can sit out, but it's actually been the opposite where you need Russ to sit out. And I think that's why, you know, going into like biggest disappointment team, God, you know, I, I would like to think, I, you know, I got an, another take on there, but I mean, the Lakers are up there as far as biggest disappointment for sure. You know, I think. Well, takes a lot coming from the Lakers. Yeah. I, and I love the Lakers, but I, I mean, to be sitting at an eight seed, Jan one, I, I mean, man, you could make the same argument for the Clippers, but they don't, you know, they haven't been healthy. Obviously, the Atlanta Hawks, I think, are a massive disappointment right now, but it's it's just tough with these. COVID, I, I'm still putting, I was talking to Fion the other day, I still think these seasons have asterisks. I, I think that there's still asterisks because of COVID right now, which, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know how to view this, um, this current NBA season or the last two in context with anything else. Like, I don't, like the last great NBA seasons, like, all right, well, is it, the bubble because everyone's playing so tough but it's like all right not really because right. it was it's just such a weird shortened season so but you know but was it last year well i don't know like the bucks won but it doesn't i don't know because Giannis like wins mvp right so right. we're talking about the best player in the league winning mvp and winning the nba championship like that should be okay cool like that easily in my mind is there's no asterisk and i bet there's a reason we can put an asterisk on every single season going back 20 years but yeah, we can't I mean, really I, I don't put like can. we we can't put like a a big asterisk on any season besides like the bubble in my mind because these past two seasons have just been. But what you don't it is. think that these the injuries and COVID affect standings, which no, then I, affect the outcome of seasons. I for sure think they do, but I think that means how many more seasons going forward are we gonna put an asterisk? Until COVID's gone, until that you until but you I don't just, scroll down a roster and see ten players on COVID and COVID protocols that can't play for ten days, which you go three and seven in that stretch of games that you're missing, you're you just set yourself back in the Eastern or Western Conference. I just think that that's asterisktable. But I okay, but <laughs> like there's a there's there's a new there's a new variant, you know, that comes out with COVID every so often, like. I mean, I don't say it for so often, but a lot of the time, right? Unless this is the new normal, then it then until this is once this goes away, there's no more asterisks, right? Like once once guys, you can like look up and down a roster and just see, okay, it's just straight up, just the guys are out because they're sick or because they're injured, right? And the six stuff doesn't happen that often, and it never really did, to be honest. I mean, I know the Sixers dealt with some COVID issues. You don't think that affected them being? you know, sixth in the Eastern Conference. You don't think they, they stay healthy that what Embiid missed almost two weeks. No, I like I like the fact that you're taking this into account. I just don't think that it can be valued as highly as it used to anymore. At the end of the day, if if you have a really good team and you have really good players, you should be able to perform probably. But if your really good players are on Sure, they're bedridden by COVID for two weeks, three weeks. Four weeks that changes. How long is it? I mean, it changes all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, 
you know, the cream should rise. I know it's not going to be ideal, but, you know, you can still win from a five seed, a a four seed. Like, it's still possible, especially with the play-in now. And if that's your excuse, then every team gets hit with all kinds of, you know, bugs. And and even, even besides from... You know, COVID like injury decides the playoffs. Let's I mean, not let's yeah, not get ourselves like it's injury. It's injury. it's not like COVID. It's not like you're like oh he got COVID. I I'd rather him have torn his you know meniscus. You know that, that's yeah. way that's what decides something. I don't think I even decreasing the period to what five days now. Right. Well, like the the Raptors win. Yeah. Raptors NBA championship. Asterisk? Is that an asterisk because KD was injured or is it not? KD and Clay. I mean, when the Warriors won that one year, they didn't play a starting point guard. I forget which season it was now, but they didn't. Let me ask you something. Fifteen. Let me ask yeah, you something. They didn't play a starting point guard the entire time. That's astral. A rate a radio show twenty years from now. They yeah. discuss that NBA Finals. Is it brought up the fact the Raptors won that year? Kawhi was there, but the Warriors did not have KD or Clay. I don't there's think a in, but, in 20 years, if there's a think. but in 20 years, there's an asterisk. I think we remember because we, we won sat the NBA finals, it. but they were playing in a bubble. Asterisk. The Warriors won, what, three out of five, but they had Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we can't go back for a while without there being some I sort don't of. I agree. There's constantly asterisks. People don't That's remember that. People don't even remember who won the Super Bowl three years ago. You got to sit there and think about what happened. Or people on sports ago. radio talk shows. That's what I'm saying. 20 yeah, years people, from now. People, most people at this point are going to know, hey, Toronto Raptors champions. They're not going to go, oh, but Steph Curry and Clay, the way he came down on his. And then they're not going to go, oh, Kevin Durant was there, though. And then they joined the team from the year before that he lost. Isn't it? We, we know that. We remember right. it right now. Yeah, but in 20 I mean, years, it's us, a great point. Like, if we're are we talking about the 08 championship, what details do we remember? I mean, we do, but like, yeah, you there's, know. there's not a lot. You Who did they go up, up against each of those rounds? Yeah, I mean, that I don't Celtics, remember, but. you know, Boston Celtics. It was Doc's first year with, you know, a, a crew that he had never played. To, you know, you know what the, was together. the most last legit ass championship that no one can talk the Dallas any, Mavericks the Dallas Mavericks in 2011 I mean seriously they be a super team with you know even the Spurs like the Spurs yeah but were if a I super team, if I asked you, you what know? year between the Heat winning all those ships the Spurs and the Lakers winning all those championships what year was the Dallas Mavericks what average person has any idea I think most most say 2011 I mean, people, just because a lot of people know the decision was 10. Not most. And people that. don't know that. People, most people don't know that. I know what you're saying. Most people don't know it. We we could ask an avid basketball fan. They could tell us 2012. And that's not that far off. You know, so I agree with you, but it's not like that's a, a casual knowledge people have. And it's it's technically one year out of a bunch of dynasties. Well, I want to ask Calvin something totally off topic the, yeah. just that Fion brings up, um, you know, what people like remember. But I guess for Kevin Hart, we were actually at a radio show the, or a, a laugh factory the other night. And we, got in, we got into a debate about what profession Kevin Hart is. You know, household names might not remember exactly when the, the Dallas Mavericks won, but... When you think of Kevin Hart, what do you think? Do you think what, what's his profession? What's his profession? What is Kevin Hart's profession? Comedian. Okay. All right. 
So, right. so I was. We've wrong. asked I, maybe I, five I've asked people. A good amount of people. I, I think Kevin Hart. I think actor. All five said comedian. Um, and I, that's very off topic, but it just, it kind of registered in my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask, I'll ask Calvin about We're that. We're just trying to find point. a way to discredit him and he helped. Well, I, good. Maybe bad. I, the first, but like I saw Kevin Hart perform a stand-up set in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There you go. Like when I was in high school. So we're talking 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 10, 11 years that's what ago. He did. That's what he did to get yeah. him to where he is. That's that. So that, but that's where like my basis is comes from right like if someone asks like oh yeah what do you know kd like i'm mentioning at some point in there that he went to ut yeah i don't think everyone is though right like a lot of people are probably not most people probably they're not but i like it's individual you know it's individual biases but i would learn about a guy right Kevin hart's a little bit more black and white than that more clear oh yeah you go hey uh i'm pretty sure i would call him a comedian Right. Even in it, right. most shows, or fine, there's this new recent show that I like that's by him. But other than that, on a TV show, a movie, who does he play? He plays Kevin Hart. He, yeah, he plays basically plays an exaggerated when version of himself. Ice Cube or a is in a movie. Is, Ice Cube's in a movie. Who is he playing? Ice Cube. Plays yeah, Ice Cube. We, <laughs> you don't I, go, I didn't oh, mean yeah. To bring this up to Tony was start, good. I was just, you know. It's fine. Sports was, and entertainment. I was curious on your thoughts. Yeah, that's no, fine. no, no. That's a good one. Um, well, Sophia, I'll ask you next, but or maybe you already said it, but my most disappointing team this season is the Trailblazers. Yeah. And I, I know Dame's been out. Like, I know. But still, that team has just not progressively gotten better. shouldn't be this bad. Better. And they shouldn't they shouldn't be where they're at. We shouldn't be... I mean, I want to ask you guys about Zion and the Pelicans. I don't. They would be up there as disappointing, but Zion hasn't played a game. Why? And the only reason why I have the Trailblazers more disappointed is because the Trailblazers should be better. They they should not be yeah. they should they should be better well, they shouldn't be one game up on the Thunder yeah. through thirty five games. What do you think, Tyler? Well, I think that they should never have gotten rid of Terry Stotts. That I think that the reason that they reached their max potential is because their roster wasn't good enough. I don't think that's Terry Stotts' fault. I don't think that Dame and CJ are good enough to win a championship, and the pieces around them weren't good. Robert Covington, not that good. I mean, I'm sorry, but. The, it's funny you bring up the Pelicans because I was asking Fi. I'm on the way over here. Like, is it too early to put to be concerned about Zion Williamson? Like, is Zion no, Williamson a bust? Is no, it, this is this is currently got to be like the topic. You know, is it this NBA offseason that comes up, this, the next NBA offseason, that'll be the topic. I mean, that that'll be it. Because so what are our, what are our interests now? Zion Williamson bust? Yes or no? It has to be. Yeah. Like I haven't seen. Oh, uh-huh, I thought you were going to say no. Ha- I mean, currently. It, like if I'm projecting the rest bust. of his career, bust. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm what do you say? The, I'm bust. It's so high. Like the like the sky. It was like oh, okay, this guy like rookie signature Jordan shoe or Nike signature correct, shoe. Correct, Joe man. Um, has the Instagram followers has he's going to bring the youth into the NBA. Yeah. Like he's gonna have everyone's gonna follow him. Be like all into the Pelicans. Be all into whatever, and. Listen, the Pelicans can do whatever they want to do, but he has not helped himself out at all either. Yeah. Like he like if like if he wants to take the LeBron James route and basically just tell enough people like, hey, I'm I may or not be resigning, let's go on this season, whatever it may be. But that that's that'd be a great idea for him. He but he doesn't have anymore. he doesn't have that, that leverage. He doesn't have that ability. Because he hasn't seen the court and he hasn't taken care of himself. And we're talking about a guy who was 
And there's been several guys who've been like, oh, this guy will be the next like LeBron-esque guy where he'll be the face of the league and yeah, he'll be playing right. for 15 years, et cetera, And that's et cetera. why I think his potential was always going to be so hard to live up to. I mean, his name was going to be, you know, no Zion. one ever yeah, like, he peaked in high school. I mean, I, he may have peaked in high school, but, uh, and I think also just how good John Morant is kind of also emphasizes like what the heck is Zion doing? Cause every, like now the questions are the Pelicans make a mistake. Should they have gone Zion is should the Memphis Grizzlies be stuck with, you know, Zion and not jaw. So I don't know. I, I was just thinking about it on the way over here. I'm not going to put them in the most disappointing bucket. Cause I don't think that they were even with Zion. I would maybe say they could be potentially fighting for a play in spot, but I'm with you on Portland. While we're, while we're discussing Zion and uh, actually I'll, I'll give you my response. No, not a bust yet. Yet. Not yet. I mean, no. yeah, that's not what I was going to ask. I was going to ask something else. Um, I think Zion has a little more time to 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 cook in the oven. We've seen what he can do, which is the reason that we're even talking about him. If he never showed anything, we wouldn't give two. Yeah, but this crap. is his third NBA season. Yeah, I'm correct. Say. So I'm I'm with you on that standpoint. Like, like he, if, he he has a little COVID asterisk in his brain. Yeah, He's just thinking. Oh, who cares right now? Well, I mean, I think that. It helps that when he does play, you know, he averages 24, 25. It's not like, oh, crap, when Zion plays, he's, you know, hovering right around like 9 to 12, and now he's all hurt. It's like, all right, when he's out there, he's good. You know, he's good, but he's just not out there, and it's... Okay. Take, take moving past that. Yeah, no, you're right. I agree with that. Um, Just on an aside, what do we, what do we feel about the Trey Young, Luka Doncic draft class... You know, is Marvin Bagley? If we're, is if a we're bust. thinking, Marvin bust, Bagley is a bust. James Marvin. Wiseman is not a bust. Not a bust, but how much have we seen? Nothing. Wiseman's but, in a different draft, right? Yeah. I believe he was yeah, in yeah. a different one. Wiseman yeah. was last year. But I'm just thinking of these of these types of guys where we're, big man. I, I like yeah. Luca and Trey as a, a comparison because they were obviously traded for each other. But your question is, would you have taken? Yeah, out of these younger, newer. You know, faces. Who do you think is a little overrated, underrated, and and rated? Just I stand. I think. Well, and would you rather have one or the other? Specifically, Luca, Trey. I would rather have Luca over Trey. Yes. The league is in that position. Yeah. Trey Young, like he put up what fifty something the other night 56. in a loss. Six fifty six. Like night. last night, um, but in a loss. And like that's just what I would think the Trey Young story will be and will continue to be is big stats, but cannot back like could not get that much success. What if he gets a guy like Clay Thompson and Draymond Green? But what? But well, what? But like, Durant on his we team. saw last year a, but, a healthy team. But then Hawks it's not. Team. But like at, to your to your point though, it's not his team then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like if Clay Thompson yeah. comes and joins. Like if Kevin Herter projects to be a Clay Thompson-esque guy, which is not, it would have already happened if it was going to happen, yeah, right? Sure, yeah. But if if Trey Young has like a knockdown three point shooter, he's able to dish out to that's you know getting paid or whatever, and they have it where it's lined up correctly contract wise, where it can work out real well, yeah, and they can make a run, that's incredible. But I still don't, I still don't know who in the league is guarding Trey Young, like on you know what I mean, like who's Trey Young guarding. On the other side, of I was going to say that, that's the that's the key thing. Yeah, it's like it like who's guarding Trey Young? Okay, well if it's Rajon Rondo, for example, like you know I'm just throwing out like best defender off the top of my head who plays point guard, right? Yeah. Then it's oh okay, well then if Trey Young doesn't have any points, then the Hawks aren't aren't doing anything in a game. Like Gal Gallinari, great. I mean, 
great scorer, saw him play for the Thunder, definitely deserved to get paid what he did. But if your guy is Gallinari, you know, at the end of games, because Trey Young shut down, you're not winning. Yeah, I mean, they got just, it, Gallinari right? single handedly got destroyed by Yusuf Nurkic last night. Oh, yeah. It, was, it wasn't even close. So right. did uh, Clint, Clint Capella. Right. But so, I think, so Trey Young is just, he's all by himself there. He needs, he has to be in the perfect situation. Just to finish my point, he has to be in the perfect situation for all to work out. Whereas I don't think we've seen a perfect situation for either Luca or Trey, but I, th- I think we've seen a better situation for Trey than Luca so far. And it's did Luca? They're not, about the same. I'm sorry. Did did Trey not go to the Eastern Conference Finals last year? That's what I, I was going to bring it up. Did he beat? Did he beat the Knicks? He beat the Knicks, and he beat the number one seed, and he pretty much sent Ben Simmons into supposed retirement <laughs> because where is he? I mean, that's a fair point. I would that's make that's that's where point. I, I, on your guys make Trey's case. I mean, I, and I love Luca, and I and I would, and I'm still saying I, I may take, I probably would take Luca, but I'm saying for your guys' argument that like Trey is not going to be a winning player, and he's a stats guy. No, Russell Westbrook's is a stats guy, not a winning player. Trey Young can, is a winning player. But let me ask you this oh, then. I came okay? at Russ there. Let, let me I, let me come at Russ. Let, let me let me ask you this then to go off the Russ point. Russ has been at the finals. He's been to Western Conference Finals several times. He's yeah, never but been you could argue that finals. neither of those were neither of those are Russ. Oh, he has been to the NBA Finals. But you could argue that never been there without never Russ's teams. Right? That was those not Russ's teams. This was Trey's team. He would have gotten fully, fully, fully with you there. But in three years from now, is that going to be a? Oh yeah, that was weird Astro season, or will that just be? Because I I think that'll just be Trey Young. Trey Young got there. He did that. But you in don't three think years, I think past the. Uh, this is this is a little bit of bold, but I think you take Trey in three years. You put a significantly better team, not better team around. No, they're not that they're bad. Just better yeah. versions of the players they already have. Wing guy that can catch and shoot, ridiculous. You know, shooter. Wh- who, you know, whoever there is. You know, someone that can slash on as far as a forward, and then a good big man. I mean, why couldn't they make the finals? And I think that will be Trey's team. Well, we so, could argue Monte Ellis was more valuable than Steph Curry for the first four years of his career, five years. That's that's completely fair, you know. And Trey's yeah. been the you know the more valuable of whoever else in that backcourt. Since I mean, I drafted. just think if you get Trey another guy, and you know another team that I think I'd even put up there with not a, not surprised, but a team that I really like, and I think that's a piece away is is Fiam's hometown, the Charlotte Hornets. I, I mean, I think the Hornets, not hometown, but home state, the Hornets are they're good. I, I really like the Hornets. I really like what MJ's done. I think they're. I mean, I I think if you pull LeBron James on the Hornets, they're freaking. Is scary. that your sleeper team? Your sleeper. I, I not, we could throw sleepers in there. Yeah, not sleepers, not championship. Definitely. Just yeah, sleepers. Sleeper, sleeper teams. I don't know yeah. if, if finals picks and sleepers team. Yeah, we'll throw that. Maybe MVP sleeper versus. as in getting a game or two in a round in the first round. Surprising a couple people. Yeah, yeah sure. Surprise, you know your playoff surprise team or whatever. Sleeper as say. in yeah, like the, the Memphis yeah. Grizzlies kind of giving Utah everything that they could handle last year. You know, are showing up this something year. Something like could that. be a sleeper this year. I think. I think the, you know, Terry, young guy, Mello, young guy, Miles, young guy, Gordon Hayward, veteran guy, grooming them. I mean, there's there's pieces there. I think that they're just a guy away, a superstar away, which is a lot of teams, obviously. But, you know, I just wanted to throw throw the Hornets in there, show them some love. Well, so, so I'll, ask, I'll ask you guys this question then. Which team is, which team is better, Suns or Warriors, if you switch out? Steph Curry for Trey Young, 
and you switch out Mikhail Bridges for Luka Doncic. And that's a little unfair wait, wait, wait. to the Suns. Say, it again. Say that's it again. A, Well, it's unfair oh, to the Suns. Can't Mikhail and Luka Doncic in yeah. the same sentence. That one's I'm tough. trying to think of like another guy like Lucas could switch out for that's been like an okay Bucks maybe Bucks I don't know it, it's tough because Lucas like small four but needs the ball in his hands twenty four seven well, so I mean, it's a tough I guess before Lakers switching LeBron any, well but like nah, they're nah, not you know what I mean nah. like I'm trying to figure like another team that's like as good as the because the Warriors are freaking incredible and Trey Young gets compared to Steph Curry even though they're six inches apart right I mean four but whatever right so if if Trey Young is all of a sudden instead of Steph Curry, Trey Young's on the Warriors. Are they? Are you thinking? Oh yeah, they can make the finals. No, I think that we're thinking so, that they're well. Well, so but that answers that that would answer the question of okay, I take Luca then because because Trey Young playing on the Warriors this season instead of Steph Curry, that has to be the best overall fit for this dude. Period. Like a better fit than his own team, a better fit than he could ever ask a hope and wish for. Steve Kerr offense. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe I, no. I mean, I, I like it. I, I see what you're saying. I think like if you put these guys both in their best possible situations, period. Like right now, as third or fourth year NBA players, who's better? Which team do you like more? And I, the, there's I, more scenarios that I like Luca in than I than. Well, I think I think Luca scored with his draft. I mean, going to Dallas. Perfect, with a, with yeah. the owner who wants to always win, and Rick Carlisle is your coach for the first couple of years, and having Chris Stops, another superstar on your team. I mean, he got Trey Young got drafted to a pretty bad team. I mean, the Hawks were pretty damn bad. Re- they were in the, the thick of a rebuild, right? I they think, haven't done it perfectly. I think yeah. Dallas was a little closer for sure, and I think I'll tell you this. And another reason I would take Luke over Trey is I think if you switched. The if you put Luca on the Hawks and Trey on the uh, uh, Mavs, yeah, the Hawks are better. The Mavs get worse, for sure. So I mean, I think I, that, yeah, agree. I think Luca hopped into a situation where he off the like day one was better, but now that we're three years in, it's it's it seems more even. Yeah. You have a bigger picture. You have a yeah. more idea of what their skill sets are, and you know, frankly, the playoff success isn't comparable. Yeah, you know. Well, and Kristaps like. It's not a number two. I don't know who the number two is on the Hawks, though, for all. Smart Cuban. Oh, yeah. 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 Smart Cuban is number two. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, on that, rookie of the year. Who's your your current rookie of the year? You know what I'm going to say. Mobley? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even close. I mean, it could be close, but it could it could him. it could be closer. But yeah. If if the same way that they let and let's all not act like MVP is not the best team. And then whoever their best player is not obviously it's not the most actually viable player in right. some, some years, but it's going to give you the best team who has arguably the best rookie that gave him the best record. Um, the Cavs should be at the bottom of the barrel. I also think who's the Cavs coach? They probably should be in the lottery for what's if that's if you're thinking about what's good for them. They should they probably should. be. They in should the not be. Yeah, they, they should not be good be right now. As well, the Dude, Cavs. I totally disagree. They need more lottery picks. No, they don't. The Cavs are there. Well, the Cavs are ready to now. compete. Yeah, but if you asked me at the beginning of the year what the Cavs are going to do, you would have told me they were going to be in the lottery and they need it. And no, but I don't think they need it. I think that they've been in the lottery enough, and I think that they've done a good enough job with the Laurie Markins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, with Wiggins the... fucking uh, freaking what's his name, uh, Bennett, Anthony Bennett. Having everything, Kyrie Irving gone, 
I mean, how many number one overall players can you draft that don't hit? I mean, Laurie Markkinen in a trade. He's not going to save you. Colin Sexton is awesome, but let's let's not kid. It's Mobley. It's Mobley, it's Garland, it's Sexton. I don't think you need another person around that. And then it's the guys that they have around them. They have the Ricky Rubio's worked really well. Um, Telly Torres, ACL. But you're, Torres, you're, ACL. You're, you're, you're seriously arguing the fact that I don't think the, the Cleveland need Cavaliers more don't picks. need more pieces. No. I think that they're ready to compete. Not for a chip. Compete for what? <laughs> they're, ready to they should be be com- a, they're ready to be a playoff team. They're ready to be. What I mean, what, that's a, ever, okay. To your point, I think the, I think they're, the Brooklyn Nets rosters. need a lottery pick. I think the Milwaukee Bucks. If we're handing out lottery picks, every no, team needs a lottery pick. They don't pick. need young guys. The Cavs are already the young. The Cavs don't need any more young guys. They have a roster full of young. It's talent. already young. It's not like you're slowing down anyone. Yeah, they mind. have. Uh, dude, I'm, I mean, there are six NBA players that I can name. I'm looking at the Cavs roster that I did not know were in the NBA. There you go. Dean Wade, Kevin Pangos, Ed Davis. I had no idea he was still in the league, to be honest. Brandon Goodwin, Malik Newman, uh, and Dylan Windler, and Lamar Stevens. And I think this is a lot of COVID stuff. There's got to be. I mean, there's no way I don't have this many players on a certain team. But maybe Malik that's Newman's true. Newman's supposed to be good back in the day. Kevin Pangos, I think, is Pangos' uh, basketball camp, I believe. Yeah. Chetty Osman, I actually knew he's on Chetty, the Chetty, probably still yeah. in there. Ed Davis, Tar Heel. Ed Davis, yeah. Left Colin handed. Sexton, you know. I mean, we're we're talking about a team that should be absolutely shooting. But for I the think bottom you're already you have you have three. You, you mean to tell me within the next two to three years with this roster, these Dude. teams are beating the Nets, the Bucks, well, yes. the Hawks. Well, but let's wait. Dude, hang on, hang on. Let's you have, let's you have three guys, twenty two and under, who could be potentially be an All Star. Sexton, we said the Mobley, same thing Garland. about the Thunder. Why do you they need more young talent? Play together anymore. Why do you need more more youth? They don't That's need more youth. youth. They just need That's better players. We're all, I mean, no one's free. No, they need, sign. dude, they need Garland, Sexton, or Mobley, one of those guys to turn into a superstar, and they need the other two to be stars, and they'll there's, be fine. There's no shot. There's no shot that Evan Mobley could be a superstar, that Darius Garland could be a superstar. Would you be shocked if in three years from now that amazed, Garland and have, James Harden are on the same level? You Absolutely. could have Russell Westbrook and Paul George on the same team. And they're superstars, and they're amazing. And they won't do a damn thing. And that's easy to say. Every I'm team, just saying this Cavs young I mean, team is growing about, together. They're, talk about chemistry. All these super teams that build chemistry through free agency and trades. The Cavs are going to have three guys come up together playing with each other. You're chemistry just, is not quantifiable the way you think it is. All right, Sexton's, well, just, just to kind of rebuttal. Sexton's 23. Now, that doesn't mean he's old. I'm not getting at that. But he's got to be paid soon mm-hmm. and i think he might have already been paid i was trying to figure that out so my like if you could trade sexton right now straight up for and i'm just throwing a name I mean, out there he's not point a point guard he's trying to tell right. me that they're good i mean i mean my thing dame and the, cj still haven't the figured Cavs it out is the Cavs have to the Cavs need to trade yeah. sexton or garland yes 100%. to be incredible or they need to go back in the lottery and i and get think, what what could they get in the lottery? A shooting guard or a small forward. What are they going to do in the playoffs? Go home early and watch. Well, the TV so as, until their youth grows up. At this season, you can't tell either of us that yeah. you can't tell either of us that they wouldn't be better off being in the lottery. I mean, 
What are they going to beat? Kevin Durant? They're going to beat the Suns? They're going to well, beat the Warriors? Okay. They're going to beat the Lakers? They're going to beat the but Nets? Fiam, to your point, every team should be in the lottery that isn't named no. the five not or six a, that's, best team. There's five or six teams that can true. win an NBA Finals. You're saying every other team should no, be in the lottery. I'm telling you teams that are youthful in this specific it, specific position. The, the Blazers have... Then uh, should the Charlotte Hornets be in the lottery? No, they're not going to. Then what? Then what? where's your argument? They're youthful. Couldn't they use more youth? No, I'm telling you that the Hornets are actually have veteran players that are. Can the be Hornets win a championship? They're on the right path, and so are the Cavs. The Cavs are fine. They're not. They're not. They're wasting this year. I, I mean, Cal, what, where where are we standing on this? I I think the Hornets and the Cavs are both in the similar position that they both could use one big trade to bring in that guy. Sure, because you because the MVP sure. guys like Lamelo could be an MVP one day. For sure. Not not so tomorrow. Could Garland. Not, not tomorrow. Garland could be an MVP one day. Yeah, but there's but no not, not obvious tomorrow. trade. But there's no the there's Hawk no big deal trade the that Hornets. the Cavs should make. There's no big deal trade that the Hornets should make. The issue is, is that they the worst case scenario for both teams is that they play out the next two to three seasons exactly like this. That's the worst case scenario. You either need to do something that yeah. swings the franchise dramatically one way or the other and that sucks to hear but like all right do you like sexton or garland better garland okay trade sexton so trade sex trade sexton this off trade sexton now let mobley get every single bucket he can the rest of the season let him hit the with, lotto with garland and then but you trade sexton right now you're not in the lottery what do you mean sexton's not playing anyways i mean they're without yeah, sexton i mean but you're you're hoping to tr- you're in you're in that weird tweener zone. So the Pistons for like three seasons, three seasons in a row. Pistons were eight seeds and just completely didn't do anything, and now yeah. we're on a better path at least, mm-hmm. right? Would yes. you rather the Pistons have, I mean, done that for three years, and then and do what they're doing now, yeah. or just because oh yeah, well, but you know what, Blake Griffin played eighty out of eighty two games, and they won two games against the Bucks. Yeah, like, like what okay, what do you do? Like, well, but is it Lake's gone anyways? Well, so but then I come back to like thinking about it as would you so would you would you as a Hornets fan rather make it to the playoffs this year or make it to the lottery this year? This current season, this current NBA season with right our right team, now, with your current. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see a reason. I'd rather go to the playoffs this year. Okay, what? Yeah. Okay, then your but entire Cavs are the Cavs is are in a different the state. Window. There's not a uh-uh. there's not a Darius Garland Colin Sexton situation where someone has to go, what, which what could put you in a what good does position. Somebody to having to go. Me, why do, why does that mean? Okay, well, I just don't know who you're replacing with the Hornets in a pick right now. I I don't know I don't know I mean, who you're replacing. Like starting lineup, they could use a center. With what trade is what I'm saying? There's an obvious trade to be made in Cleveland. But I'm saying, like, if, if but there's if, not an obvious guy you get back in Cleveland. Yeah, that's true. and there's not an obvious guy you get back if you're the Hornets, right? Yeah, you, like, well, you like, need a, you need a big. He's right. You need a like big. like at the end of the day, the perfect trade for the Hornets is that you somehow work out like an unbelievable deal that would never happen in a million years. Get poor but it'd be DeAndre Aiden. Yeah, right. But it's never it's that that, that stuff's never doing. happening. That's never that's I mean, never you happening. Need a big. You need a big. But like, if you guys could trade for Marvin Bagley. The Hornets no, can trade for Marvin Bagley. That's the same thing as being in the lottery, in my opinion. That's, that's, the same, that's what I'm saying. That's the same thing as getting a number one pick. You're getting a guy with talent who has, I mean, shit, I'd rather have the number one pick. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, well, but I, I would mean, you rather have teams? I guess, yeah, most yeah, teams would, mean, but then Marvin Bagley. But I mean, but I'm saying like what I think could be achievable slash doable for the Hornets, and I still don't think it's that achievable or doable is to go get a guy like Bagley or a guy like Wiseman. I don't know who in the world would the Kings would be the Kings the Kings franchise. I don't even know. They might do it. The Warriors are too yeah. smart to do that stuff. They have to be in a three-way with think, the Kings or something, yeah, right? Wiseman's not moving. So that's why I threw out Bagley. It's because Bagley's like, we haven't seen him a lot. Clearly frustrated with his current situation and a big dude who had like a lot a Robert of high upside. Will, Robert Williams. They just need a big. I, I'm just going for young bigs. Right. But, but like on the on the Cavs, they need a small forward who would like actually do some stuff, right? Yeah. But they and they thought they had their guy, right? I can't pronounce his name. Isaac Coro. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't pronounce the Hawks guy. They both play in the red jerseys. But Okoro's not going to be that guy, right? No. So, But Okoro's a guy that you probably need on a roster to win a championship. What? Well, so... Okoro's so, a guy that... Throw that out of there with no value. What do you mean? Okoro's a championship player? I'm saying Okoro is a glue guy who can play defense. Okoro is... Hey, right, but don't act like he's vital to a chip. Like, what are you talking I about? I think those guys are vital to chips. No, I mean, they're they're good for the for the Cavs. Just leave it at that. Don't go, oh, I need, you need him to win a chip. Why, I mean, why has he not won one? I mean, I'm saying like... Freaking, he didn't win one in college either. You know, he's got the... It's like a Matisse Thibault effect. You you need Matisse to throw on Harden. You need Matisse. a Coro to throw on a Harden. You need a, you need Stanley Johnson to win a championship. <laughs> don't get everyone. me started on Stanley's ten day. Yeah, we all need Justice Winslow to win a chip. He plays good defense. He's I he's, cannot he's, believe he's on the Clippers. I completely did not understand that until I saw Clippers game this year. It was bizarre. All I'm saying is, with the Hornets, if they make a trade, that's what you really would need. You don't necessarily need to go back to the lottery. The Cavs could use a lottery. That's all I mean. And the Cavs could use a trade and the lottery. And what's funny is that both teams are separated by two games, you yeah. know, almost halfway into the and season right be, now. And they're and they both sleepers. Be. Yeah. They well, both are. What, what was our team question that we were on? The team, Well, the team question was biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. Okay. Did we get yeah. to disappointment? I think, no, I think we were on not, uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, but we're, we're done with that. But now it's Evan Mobley. That's how we got into the Cavs. Okay. It was Evan Mobley, rookie of the year. For rookie of the year? Yeah. I, I don't know how it's not Evan Mobley right now. I don't know how it's not Evan Mobley going forward unless, basically, unless K. Cunningham puts up a ton of points, Jalen Green puts up a ton of points. I was just going to say. Like, it's, it's got to be those guys. guys Tyler thinks it's Isaac Okoro. He ain't a rookie or, <laughs> or I would. Yeah, you would but, um, it well, it's basically got to be, like, it's going to be one of the top five picks in the draft, and it's going to be one guy who makes a ton of points or makes a ton of, you know, media stuff. Like, if the Cavs fall off, yeah, they don't stay true. in playoff contention, whatever. That's I mean, true. I have to make the case. But then we're saying a Pistons team that's currently seven and twenty-eight and actually has won two games without Cade. Yeah. Over I mean the Spurs, eh, it's not a playoff team, but over the Bucks, you're for sure a playoff team. Like everyone's shorthanded. But at the end of the day, like what if you're putting Josh the resumes together. Is he a rookie? Yeah, he's a rookie. He's a rookie, but he's a little too a little too late, I think. A little too what? The other the other guys might be a little bit higher up in terms of production right now. Giddy man, I like Josh Giddy a lot, actually. Well, so I like right. the way right. he plays. So I'll ask you guys a Thunder question. I'll ask you guys a Thunder question, and then we'll move on to MVP and Finals discussion, okay, right? Because cool. we're I blinked and we're at fifty minutes into yeah. the podcast. So, well. what would you? As I know, as a Thunder fan, what I want the team to do, but what do you, like? The team has thirty something picks over the next seven years. There is just a million different ways the team could go. 
could do a bunch of trades, could do a bunch of draft picks, could completely bottom out. Mm-hmm. But you're now paying a guy a max contract in shape, which is worth it. Yep. He could be an all-star this year. Yeah. Hopefully is. Should be. But if you're the Thunder, like, how many years before the Thunder are good again? That's my key question. It's uh, a good question. I mean, yeah. I think... Because there's a million different ways they can go, but who knows, who knows how that works I, out. I would... Because I have a lot of pra- like faith in that entire organization and the way that they do things, I'll give them two and a half, three years before... Before they're in that Cavs, Hornets, where, like, they have pieces, and you can see it. Like, right now, I, I still am struggling to see. Like, I see it in the sense of picks, and they have Shea and Giddy, but, like, I, I think two years, you'll, you'll, you'll see an outline of a team that's like, all right, man, they're, they're a piece away. They're a piece okay. or two away. Okay. You know? I can, li- uh, I can I live with that long. as a Thunder fan. I don't fan. think long. Okay, because I can live with that for sure as a Thunder fan. I yeah. just, the unknown is what's tough. I mean, going just, going to games this year, another Russell Westbrook, another Kevin Durant. You know that those are just so hard to hit on. But like, but if Josh Giddy was that dude, and he's the mm-hmm. one of three, you know, and I mean, Shea's it, another guy. If Shea and Giddy can play together, I was. Just, I mean, if, if Giddy, you know, is in the most improved discussion next season, and you know, goes from whatever he's at now to you know seventeen, eighteen point per game score, and is still getting rebounds and assists, and the next thing you know, you got like two border all-stars on your roster like again you're 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 closer they just have so many picks the only thing is it's i don't know it's obviously taught they're not gonna land a, uh, somebody in free agency i mean it's the same thing as the pistons or the magic or any of those small market teams it's gonna have to be trades and i think i think less gms that i don't know exactly how to say that. i think less gms are inclined to trade for picks i think gms want I think GMs want GMs want picks, but I think like even in this Ben Simmons argument, like we don't. I guess it's different for the Sixers because they're ready to compete now, so they obviously want an All Star caliber player back. But I, I don't know where I was really going with that argument. I mean, they they want picks, but it's like you know, I think you got to trade a lot of your picks to get back what they would want. You know, what what is sending three firsts to a team? What does that like realistically get the Thunder in return? You know, I don't know. It's, but it's, um, severe the thunder. It's basically saying, oh, okay, we see that, you know, I mean, for example, in like three seasons, it's, um, Franz for the magic who's yeah. putting up points right now. Yeah. It's going, okay, in three seasons. All right. Hey, we're the thunder. We'll trade you three first rounders for him. Cause you haven't been able to do anything with them. And you don't want to pay him. We'll trade for him. We'll pay him and we'll, you know what I mean? Right. And he'll be the third piece, but it's taking a huge swing. Basically, one of these guys who's on a team that's perennially and has not been great and right. taking advantage of, you know, I mean, there's too many point guards on the Kings roster, so it doesn't make sense. But it'd be a guy like, you know, OK, we'll take the worse of, you know, or we'll take the better of Hal Burton slash Fox slash, um, gosh, I, I mean, cannot I remember. Tyrese, I cannot remember who they drafted. Who's six foot off night. Who's their Who's their point guard? Like the guy they just drafted off this night year. on the Kings. Yeah. Um. Baylor, uh, Mitchell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don, um, mm, no, not Donovan, um, but Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. De'Aaron. Oh, Mitchell. De'Aaron Mitchell. Yeah, but anyways, Mitchell. Like yeah. that, but it's and it's not. It's not right because it's a point guard. Can the Thunder already have enough of those guys that are ball handlers? But it's a, it's taking a guy, you know, out of a bad situation into the team and then 
basically having them be in the contract here to make it or prove it if the Thunder re-up them or not. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's what they have to do. And and I think and again, I have so much trust in Presti that Presti's almost devalued picks for every other NBA GM to trade just because he has so many of them. Right. But he's if you're is your own worst enemy, that's a bit it's a good position to be in. Yeah. So and I think you know, and I think again that the Thunder picks hold weight right now. Like I, I could see them doing something with the six. Like if the Sixers can't get an All Star caliber tr- player back, then I don't know if the, you know, I don't know if you guys have a need for Ben Simmons. But your picks are appealing enough because you are going to be a probably a lottery, you know, a top three pick, top three four pick. Whereas like if a middle of the pack team had all these picks, you know, then it's like, uh, what are you going to do with the tenth to fourteenth pick? Well, a lot of our picks, though, are Clippers, that Rockets. Oh, I forget about that. You know, that so that's... That you don't, you so don't like, own all your picks. Because we're hoping to hit our, our own pick. Right. And then the other yeah. picks are supplemental enough to be able to move up to... We have two lottery picks, basically. Right. We have our own pick, and then we're able to package a Clippers and a Rockets pick to move from the 17th and 19th into the 11th. Yeah, right. I would say to, to be successful and good... To answer your question, right, you know, yeah. a, a good Thunder team, I, w- I would say it's playoffs for them, right, yeah. making the playoffs. So I'd give it three to four seasons. It's going to take, in my opinion, it'll take a combination of the two. Yeah. It'll take, you know, the occasional pick, the occasional move a player. You're going to have to probably stash a couple overseas, bring them over. They're pretty good at that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's And true. then at the end of the day, you're going to need to get some free agents, whether that's through – um, you know, having a young guy that people want to come play with, or you know, I guess it's not a free agent at that point, but trading some of those picks, it'll take a mix of the two. But I think they're yeah. in a good position to, out of all those picks, flip a couple, move up, and then also you know bring in some talent outside of because Shea is awesome. You know, you're gonna need probably some bigs in there, um, but the youth is also really good out there. So I have I have faith in them. I'd probably give it about three or four seasons. Okay. I mean, I think yeah. they need. I really just pray Shea isn't at like, I hope Shea isn't close to his ceiling. You know, I hope Shea has another like two levels he can unlock, but I has one more. And I think that's going to be a huge and, and how long, you know, I think that's going to be a huge difference between it being three seasons and five seasons, you know, is, is what level can Shea get to? But I mean, I guess talking like championship, who knows about that? I'm uh, just talking about being relevant again because right now. No, it's, but I'm saying for like even NBA, you know, this year NBA championship. Yeah, who's your finals picks? It's a tough one. A tough one. I'm gonna go. Uh, and I already have a little money on it. I have I have my Western Conference. I think it's it's Suns Warriors. I I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's and I, that's not a it's not even a. a Hot take that those are just too far. The, those are the two best teams in, in the NBA, personally. Um, yeah, and I think that's your NBA finals. I think either of those teams can beat Brooklyn. I really do. Um, I think they're, I, I think the Suns have the edge, in, in my opinion, just because their depth is outrageous. I've never seen a team that can have 10 players score 10 points or more, and I think they had that happen this year. Like, that's absurd. So, I, I gotta, I gotta go Phoenix for my championship. All right, Phoenix playing the Nets. I was gonna say, who's your East? Um, yeah, I got Phoenix playing. Uh, uh I got. 
I got Phoenix playing Chicago. Ooh. Okay. I, I think the Bulls are. I think they're ready. I think the Bulls are. But do you think? Because because mine goes into. I think it's. I think it's Bucks Warriors, in the finals because of health. Because I just honestly like KD, Harden, and Kyrie. All three of those guys playing enough minutes to beat the Bucks again. I just the Bucks came back from being down two yeah. in the finals, and basically it was like, all right, Giannis figured it out. You know, he kind of like okay, because I thought, I mean, I was saying, all right, Suns on four, and then all of a sudden it was okay. Then the Bucks just won four straight, and the Bucks should not have beat the Nets. To be honest, I mean, Katie's foot should have been two inches back, and they should have won, right? Like the Nets should have won without Harden and without Kyrie. The Nets should have beat the Bucks, but they didn't. And I yeah. just think that I think health wise, like it's just going to keep mattering that the Bucks are just. And have we seen enough that Chris Middleton staying healthy and Drew Holiday staying healthy and Giannis is staying healthy? You know, I don't know. I, like it did. It worked out last year. I don't know, but it worked out last year when the Nets didn't thing didn't work out. So maybe it's a coin flip, but I'll take the Bucks because I've seen them do it before in the coin flip situation. I think the you know I think the Bucks could look similar to the Bucks in the NFL, whereas like last year. Yeah, it worked out. They got super healthy, and then, you know, now this year they're this year not, it just they, doesn't. Yeah, they, now it doesn't look like they're going to be as healthy. Now I'm not saying that the you know Milwaukee Bucks won't be healthy come playoff time because they sure as hell could. But you know, I still think Chicago's just. I, I think I've seen enough from the Bulls that, and the Bulls have beaten Brooklyn. Now I know no one's beaten Brooklyn with Kyrie, but to your point, I don't know if Kyrie, Katie, and Harden are all going to be on the same accord in, in the playoffs anyway. So, well, but do you? Th- do you give a larger chance of Wesley Matthews or Grayson Allen walking off the game with taking his shirt off the end of the stands to have your true Bucks comparison here? Probably go Grayson. Probably go Gray- Grayson, Grayson just minutes oh, yeah. wise. Starter, you know, he plays more. He, he's yeah. I think he's, he's probably shooting close to forty three percent. Yeah, threes. so him to just rage quit in the middle of a game because yep. he's not getting enough. Yeah, catches. Tri- oh, you're tri- saying, tri- you're saying was, to I, pull an Antonio Brown? Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, I'll go yeah, Wesley because he's not getting enough. All right. <laughs> Wesley's going to be Fair like, enough. screw Fair this. Enough. But no, Fair I think enough. Wesley knows his role now after. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got Suns. I got Suns in, in six. Suns over Chicago. And Chicago. Six. All right. I've got, um, I'm going to say Warriors over Bucks in seven. Well, you guys don't think the Nets will make the finals. Think Man, I just haven't. The way they beat the Lakers was honestly great. But it was so many things that the Lakers just the Lakers like all like could have won that game. It was just bizarre. Yeah. Like no, like no. like like Russ forgets to guard Patty Mills and is just drifting around. Like we played enough pickup basketball. We know how that works. Yeah. We're like yeah, crap, that's just what happens. Top ball watching. Yeah. Where uh I think now, who knows? I'd probably have to give it to a combination of the Nets and the Suns. Nets Suns. Yeah. So who are you who are you taking and out of the two. Yeah. we. Th- I mean, I, I didn't even ask before we record the podcast, like, hey, you're taken, but yeah, yeah, no, gonna throw no. it, I'm going to throw it out. I'll, I might as well ask. It's a valid It's a valid question. I'd probably take the Suns. Okay. The okay. Nets, I like to get there out of the East. I think the Suns are a more complete I, basketball team at the moment. I'm so sold on my... Monty Williams is the next... He's a beast. I love Monty Williams. Well, Monty Williams has been in the league for a while. Yeah, like but he hasn't been this good. New he wasn't this good coach. a coach on on Charlie or on New Orleans Hornets. And he's been he's been a coach in the league for over 
15 well, before, years. Before I get to the MVP question, Clay Thompson comes back. Does that change your... I mean, he's going to come back at some point. Does that change your mind at all? Him and James Wiseman? No. No? I'm right, still, fair. I'm still fair. going. I think at that point, it might be too little too late. But I do like Clay coming back. I like that. The, I mean, they're going to have a solid, solid lineup. But I think Mikel Bridges is a massive different maker. And I think Mikel Bridges can Bridges. contain... Clay Thompson. Uh, I don't know about all that, but I just think that they're playing better basketball. I think that they have a closer, they have an opener, they have Chris Paul to set everything up. They have a big man, they have slashers, they have people that are going to play great depth, good role players. I mean, and they have Chris Paul to set everything up. The Warriors, I get a little bit frustrated with their last second, their last minute game clock management, shot management, that kind of stuff. Especially when people are getting the ball out of. Uh, Steph's hands now watching even I think you were over for that game the other day or at the end of it um, you came over right after but you know Steph couldn't couldn't even sniff the ball Andre Iguodala catches and shoots an air ball you know people know right it's gonna go to Steph you know double off of that don't even guard the inbounder next thing you know at the end of your game you're taking some random person shooting a game winner which will happen that people were you know cause a call pick and roll oh yeah same thing with Dame you gotta get the ball out of his hands and now you got Robert Covington shooting the you know, pull up two pointer, and I'd rather have Dame pull it in the first place. You know, from half court, but I think you can't. There's levels of the Suns. Same thing for the Nets. I just think the Suns have it figured out a little bit better, and the Nets have a little bit more volatility. That's the only reason I put them above there. But I think that series goes to six or seven, actually. But yeah, and I think it's a lot of fun. I just um, I like Jordan Poole shooting the last shot and Clay Thompson shooting the last shot over some guy not named Chris Paul or Devin Booker. I guess. Yeah. I mean, which I, it's going to come, it's going to be so close to the end. I really hope, knock on wood, everything works out. We're both teams are just incredibly healthy down the stretch and we get to see some amazing basketball. But Andrew, Andrew Wiggins playing, I mean, um, all-star caliber. I don't even know what the best way to say it would be because that's not really true. But anyways. Um, he's all-star caliber. He's playing, uh, he's playing incredibly well for, he's playing up to his contract. Maybe that's the better way to say it. He's playing yeah. right up to the bottom of his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Right up to, right up to the beneath it. Um, well, we haven't even said the word nuggets like once on the podcast, but Jokic right now would be, I think, a front runner in like power ranking MVP. So yeah. I wouldn't have him as the MVP, but um, yeah, he won the MVP, MVP last year with force number six putting up this year. With that being said, do you guys have Jokic in the MVP race? Oh, or no, do you have I an think, MVP? I he's think in the race. right now, of course yeah. he's in the race. Yeah. He's in the race. I think it's it's really a two man race between KD and Steph. Um, I he don't think Jokic will have enough wins. Uh, and I was gonna say, I think if no. if if the Lakers can get to a five four three seed, then LeBron James will be in that because the man is putting up better numbers than Kevin Durant. So. If LeBron can get the Lakers to a respectable seed, you better put that 37-year-old in the conversation. Mine's pretty easy. It's Steph Curry. I love, you know, well, we could go down the list and talk about how good other players are, but it's Steph Curry. I mean, he's doing ridiculous things. His team is absolutely balling. Um and frankly, you know, they wouldn't be there without him. No shot. I mean, and can we, I'm just going to bring this up really quick because I'm actually looking at some some stats really quick. Um, minutes per game this season, granted, he hasn't played as many games 
LeBron's leading at 37 minutes per game. That is a 37-year-old, and no, that is... You don't, there's no consolation awards for being old and playing a lot. It doesn't matter. He's, nothing he's, to do playing, with, he's playing He's playing. Point one minutes just per game, as though, much over as, KD, which is, yeah. I mean... Kevin Durant's coming off a torn Achilles. So and like four quarter, like, you know? I mean, I, I'm with you there. I mean, he's, yeah, he's putting up a better I don't BR. like the minutes per game. I'm just saying he, he's playing his age. That's more of a coaching thing anyways. But like the the PER thing is weird because I like looking at the stat just to see where guys are. But you got Curry having a worse PER than Kevin Love, yeah. right? Like because it comes down to minutes per game and how they're used. I mean, Trey Young is putting up thirty, well, I mean, almost thirty five minutes a game. You know, John Morant's putting up thirty two. But if anyone asks, like, we're all probably taking Morant over Trey in an MVP discussion, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. So with all I mean, I mean, mine is, I mean. I think Giannis has to be up there just because he just demands so much. But I'm, I don't know. I have I have a tough time picking him, and I I probably say KD right now for MVP, MVP front runner. Oh wow, yeah. But I do mean, you see? Do do you can you make the argument for LeBron? Oh, for sure. If for the sure. Lakers get a better seed, yeah. Oh, for sure. You're I think you could make the argument yeah. if. Yeah, I, I, I think you could make the argument right now today. I think there's an argument to be made. Yes. And that's why I think that if LeBron- Lakers aren't, they're not, they're bad. We watched them play the other day. They're bad. I mean, they're bad. They're not good. That's poor roster construction on Rob Palenka. And imagine, You're right. I it's mean, bro, Rob Palenka's fault. It is. I mean, you take LeBron off that team. That is what the MVP is. The most valuable to your team. You take LeBron off the Lakers. Yeah, they don't have never, a win. You take Chris, you take Steph Curry off the Warriors. They're it's okay. never a good argument because not those, good. those teams wouldn't have those players on them if it wasn't for LeBron and Steph and whatnot. So the team wouldn't look the same without those. You took Durant off Brooklyn. They won four or five games. They're good. That's like saying, take Chris Paul off of OKC and they're not. Well, look, Chris Paul's off of OKC and look at all these random players that you would never have thought that are playing better without him. So like it, the, the argument never makes any sense. You take LeBron off the Lakers, then they'd have some other players that could be good together. No. You won't know. You take LeBron off the Lakers. The That's what the, the Lakers, The Lakers' argument for LeBron winning MVP right now is just stalled out completely because they have the same record as the Clippers, and the Clippers don't have Kawhi, and they don't have Paul George. You're right. I mean, the Clippers are playing with literally nobody. And the, are competing Lakers have, the Lakers have LeBron. not been healthy all year. They're which just is, getting healthy is, right now. That, which is, they've which been is, more unhealthy than a lot of the good. Which is which is fair, but I'm just saying when we're talking about like that's not a MVP I mean, discussion. If Kawhi was playing on the Clippers right now, and they stole the same they record, have, we yeah. wouldn't be talking about Kawhi MVP. We'd be bashing race. Kawhi. That's what would be happening. And they have the same record, right? We're, like LeBron's biased. willing these guys to victory when he's got two perennial All Star talents on his team, and but, pretty much everyone that he asked for to come play. Is playing with him, but they just the started playing. But if, but they, if LeBron lost, if if LeBron is gets the Lakers top four seed for sure, yeah. for sure we've got a no great shot. discussion. Which which we're like a couple games into the season. Like it's like we're almost halfway, I mean, but it's not. I mean, they they got got they're not knocking wins. out the Warriors. They're Phoenix. They're, they're not better than the the Nuggets at the moment. I mean, they're not better than pretty much every team up there at the moment. I mean, they're they have not. one more win than the five seed. So they are not far from being a five seed. If the You La- put those good players on a decent team that has not the Lakers included, a.k.a. the Clippers, or you put LeBron and Russ on the freaking whatever bottom of the barrel team, they're going to play way better. It's just a fact. I mean, the Lakers are good. They're just... The Lakers are really good, but... Uh, 
I I say top four, but I the reason why I say that's because that's the first team where there's actually a good separation in between yeah. wins and losses. I mean, the Grizzlies right now are a good team. They're ten games over five hundred, but the Nuggets are the fifth seed, and the Grizzlies are the fourth seed, and the Nuggets are one game over five hundred. So that's the that's the biggest difference. Well, between you can also all of this. make the argument that the Eastern and the Eastern Conference is actually deeper this year than the Western, but that's a that's I, a combo for a totally different day. Oh, for sure, for sure. But if LeBron can get his team to ten games over five hundred by the end of the season, first we've got we've for sure got a discussion on MVP race. I mean, if but, the Lakers win fifty games, that requires oh, first, the oh. Warriors and the Suns to absolutely crap the bed. The Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Nets. That if, requires for all of them to go rock bottom. Then now we're going. Oh, LeBron looks good. LeBron always looks good. The Lakers don't. That's the difference. I mean. Because 82 minus, I mean, what, the Lakers have played 38 games. 82 minus 38. We're saying there's 44 games left. So. If they go 30 and 14. If the Lakers win 25 out of the last 44 games of the season, they'll have 50 wins. I think I'm doing that right. No. No, I'm doing that's 44. Yeah. I'm an idiot. But. 35. Yeah. If they win, well, 31, right? 19 plus 31. Yeah. So if they win 31 out of the last, I mean, 50 games, then he's in the he's the MVP. Yeah, I mean, let's say, but like you can say the same. Let's say the Warriors win 31 out of the last 50 games. They're going for 60. I mean, let's say the Lakers win a lot, like just a, just a ton of games. Yeah. That's basically the toughest part for it for me is that let's just saying the Lakers just win so many more games than they have before. But I mean, I'm not putting it completely out of question. I'm just uh, shocked that the Timber Pups are actually up there. To be honest, They're actually yeah. not like worst team in the NBA. 100%. Um, shocked about a lot of things that are going on with the uh, what, the Mavericks being out there, the bottom of the barrel. I mean, I just did not think that the that the Trailblazers would be this bad. I did not think the Trailblazers would be this bad. Um, definitely have to have you guys back on to talk about Zion. Possibly oh, we'll be back. not resigning for sure, but uh, this was shout the second to the appearance on, for losing can, eight in a row. We can look back on uh, Zion. We can look back on Trey versus Luca. We can look back on uh, whatever Anthony Davis decides to do this. We'll season. be on here twenty years from now talking about if anything is still an asterisk or not. <laughs> if oh, we yeah. remember who won the twenty twenty two championship. Well. Cal, appreciate you having us on, brother. Oh, this yeah, was, uh, of course. This was awesome. You guys got anything to shout out here? Anything personally, professionally, uh, whatever? Sh- we end out the podcast? Nothing. Nothing, no. man. It's been, you know, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, stay you know, safe. Stay, stay healthy. Safe. Hopefully uh, the East Coast isn't getting hammered with snow too bad, but um, they probably are. So, you know, hope safe and uh, well wishes to everybody out there. Sounds great. Well, Please follow at the CGA Tour on Twitter and Instagram for more, and we'll catch you guys again soon. Peace. See you.